Kent, I have let you drag me out here on a frigid day. We are standing on a carriage road in the middle of the Marsh Billings Rockefeller National Historical Park, and we're looking for what is a pretty common animal. Yeah, we're looking for blue jays. And and that, I think one of the reasons that we wanted to come here and talk about them is that they're common, everybody sees them all the time, and yet there are still mysteries. The other thing is, is they're forest engineers, too. There's a lot I think people don't know about them, and we're going to help fill in some of that information. And to do that, we hiked up here on the hillside. where In, in the freezing cold. In the freezing cold. I yeah, know you've yeah, mentioned that. Yeah. On this hillside, in the sun, I might add, but where there are a lot of oak trees. And this year... There's a lot of blue jays around because these oak trees have what's called mast. And they have produced a ton of acorns this year. We are we're slipping on them. They're all over. They're just carpeting the forest floor. I have a handful of them right here that I just picked up quickly off the ground. And these are really, I guess, the bread and butter of blue jays, right? Yeah, blue jays love these things. And we've heard a couple blue jays in the distance calling. And we're hoping some of them come in here to feed, but... They're, I call them engineers of the forest because they take these things and they plant a new forest somewhere. Let's step back a little bit. These are members of the family corvid, right, which includes crows and ravens, what we consider really smart birds. Yep. And so they will cache these acorns as well as other nuts in the forest, like beech nuts in particular. And they will cache them all over the forest, sometimes great distance from, from where they picked them up. Yeah, and they'll do maybe two, 3,000 seeds in a season. So planting those all over the forest, they can remember a lot because they're smart, but they don't remember all of them. So in effect, they're planting acorns and beech nuts all over the forest and regenerating the forest in a sense. They've done this so much it's been looked at that they feel like at the end of the last glaciation that oak trees moved north really fast, and they think it was actually things like blue jays carrying them and planting them quicker and quicker and quicker further and further north. Well, and, and think about that also, the fact that they can even... Th- how many did you say they cached? They can cache a couple thousand, three thousand of them There's, in a they're, they're probably finding a good number of those. Like, I can't remember where I put my car keys most of the time. To, to think how intelligent these birds must be to remember, I don't know, a thousand acorns even, where they cached them. These are smart birds. Yeah. I mean, I bet if you stashed a couple of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches out here, you'd remember where they are. Chocolate. Chocolate. I'd remember chocolate. (laughs) So we're going to walk up into this oak stand and find a really good spot of acorns laying on the ground. There's a few here. And just see if we can listen and see um, some blue jays coming in, harvesting some of these acorns. Well, and, and talk a little bit more about some of their really spectacular behavior, like some of the mysteries surrounding them, like migration. And blue jays aren't really blue. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the best part. <laughs> let's walk All right, up let's go find some blue, find jays. Some blue jays. Hey, Kent, um, did I mention that it's cold? Did I mention that? <laughs> well, that's the cool thing is when, it's, when there's no mass crops, when there's no nuts for them in the forest, because it doesn't happen every year that there's acorns and beech nuts, the blue jays will actually leave. They can migrate as far as they have to southward where they can find more food. But this year, there's a pretty bountiful acorn crop, and so there's a lot of blue jays around this year, comparatively, because right. they have food. They right. can deal with the cold. Blue jays are some of the, the birds that you see sticking around in the wintertime, sometimes. And so what, what researchers have come to, to realize is that some blue jays migrate south in the wintertime, sometimes, but there, there are years where an individual blue jay will migrate south, and then the next year they won't. And then some other blue jays will. And so we've started to think that it's probably because of food availability. And like you said, in a year like this, when we are slipping on acorns, there are tons of them around, 
chances are you're going to see a lot of blue jays staying up here in the northeast, even when it's cold, even with the snow. Yeah, there's a whole bunch on the ground here below us. And I split this one open because it had a crack in it. Yeah. And you can see this one actually is bad in the center. It has a little weevil in there. Oh, turns, that's the other great thing about it. Yeah, blue jays are smart. They, they will pick acorns that are clean that don't have weevils in them. So they'd ignore this one that had a weevil in it. They want clean, good nuts to go and store. So they'd ignore that one. And the other thing is you'll see that some of these are huge. This acorn is really big. It's almost, what, third larger than these other two. Yeah. They'll pick the smaller acorns because they can handle them better. They've got this great throat pouch, and they can carry up to, what, maybe five acorns at a time? Yeah, if they're not too big, they could carry five of them. Like these two right here are medium-sized acorns. They could probably carry four of those. And they, remember, they're carrying them whole. They're not cracking them. They're, they're carrying them with the shell on, and they'll bury them with the shell on. If they're going to eat them, then they got to crack them open. And right, and they'll, they'll hold them with their, with their feet and hit them with their beak Whack in order them to crack beak. them. And they, they do have preferences, not only for the size and that, but the kind. I mean, they, around here we have red oak, and it has a lot of tannins in it, um, so it's bitter. And so they'd rather feed on beech nuts before they feed on oak. But sometimes, depending on what has nuts and what doesn't, they can't be choosy. Well, in fact, also... if you taste these, which I'm going ooh, to. Oh, yuck. Yeah, that's that's got to be gross. There, you know, it's it's got a really a common nutty flavor to it, like you'd think. But here, okay, I want to try some. But it is bitter. Yeah. It's a lot of energy in this nut. It's all fatty. Mm. Kent, that's disgusting. It is bad. Yeah. I'm what, glad I'm not a blue jay. Oh, that's gross. All right, let's look for a blue jay. Let's head down towards the road where there's some oak trees along the road. There's a bunch of them. So they're calling back and forth right now with alarm calls. There's a bunch of oak trees right along the river here. I'm sure they're feeding on them, but they sound pretty upset too. Yeah, this is sort of the classic blue jay call that people are familiar with. The jeer, 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 the really loud sort of jangling. The cool thing is they make a lot of different noises, popping noises, whistles. They can even mimic things like red-shouldered hawks with these crazy calls to alarm other birds. So they're really sneaky butt that way. When one of them shot across the sky here, and the sun was right in front of us, the blue jay was between us and the sun. It looked gray. It did. And the reason is, is because there really isn't a color blue in a feather pigmentation. It's just the reflection of sunlight off the structures in feather that makes it look like they're blue. They're actually gray, the feathers. So when that thing flew across the sun in front of us, it looked gray. Yeah, it did. When we usually look at blue jays, what I think anyway is, wow, I don't... I don't think about what a beautiful bird that really is. I mean, it's bright blue and black, and it's got all of these patterns on it, but what you're saying is I'm not really seeing blue? Well, you're seeing blue, but it's just caused by the reflection of light from the feather structure. So if you looked at it under a microscope, you'd see all these little um, barbs and lines in the feather, and the way the sun hits it, it just reflects a color blue at you. If you hold it up to the light... A blue jay feather, you find one on the ground, you hold it up there, it'll look gray or brown. Oh, and you flick it around and let, let the light shine on it against yeah. you, and you'll see blue reflecting on it. It's still a beautiful Sneaky. blue bird. <laughs> it really is. So you know what I say? I say we, uh, we go follow this group of birds. I, I mean, I don't know what they're, they're screaming about. It could be a predator. They could be mobbing crows, they could be mobbing an owl, or they could be just all happy that there's lots of seeds to feed off And of. it's a sunny day. It's a sunny day. I'm Sarah Zahendra. I'm Kent McFarlane. Thanks for listening to Outdoor Radio.